Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm John. And, you know, this week we are missing Ed. Um, He is actually, ironically, you know, working on something that we're going to be talking about in this project. I mean, this this episode, he's doing a hackathon. So, you know, he's doing training for that for this weekend for Capture the Flag event, you know, here in our local area. You know, that's something else I, I like people to get involved in. You know, go out there and enjoy these things. Be a spectator or be a fly on the wall. You know, kind of watch how they're doing, yeah. you know, these, these Capture the Flag events. And, you know, maybe next week we'll get him to tell us how that Capture the Flag event went. Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. I think it's also funny that, it, that how ironic it is that we would talk about this, too, because yeah. um, <laughs> Ed would want to be here, too, to, to, to kind of talk about that. So right. we're probably going to talk about it a little bit it'll, again it'll next week. It'll probably be a part two next week. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, this week we're going to kind of get into your um, your security side of the house. Yeah. You know, and if you think about it, you know, information technology security or cybersecurity side of the house is a multifaceted, multi-layered approach. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So a lot of people, I, so think about it from the outside looking in, um, before like myself, you know, before I got into it, everybody's saying cybersecurity is growing. You, like they, people are, you know, you probably hear it on the, on the radio, on the TV, like you know, yeah. on the internet, you're probably, Hey, cybersecurity, uh, majors, uh, or, or graduates are in high demand. Um, but ECPI if you're in what, the U S yeah. What, what is that? But what does that completely mean? Right. Right. And that's and that's the question that like I mean personally I would like to answer. So if I'm if I'm talking to my family, we talk about cybersecurity, they're not gonna know where to start asking questions. Mm-hmm. So like what does so when you're thinking cybersecurity from from just a basic IT standpoint, um, how how would you think about it? Is it is it a tiered approach like a one two three? Is it is it just pure topics like this kind of exists outside of, um, let's say, like encryption exists outside of like protection or something like that? Well, technically that doesn't, yeah. but but you know what I'm saying. Like right. the basic idea is is that you could have groupings exist, you know, outside of each other, but still connect to the main, you I, know, main I, theme I see of it as a, security. I see it the fact is you have it's a multi layered approach. Yeah. You know, you're starting from your outside, working your way in. If you're trying to, you know, peel back that banana. No. You know, or the artichoke, if you really want to go that deep into it. It'd probably no. must be the artichoke. So you would start, you know, when you come in the building, you're coming through the ISP router. From the ISP router to, which is your internet router, by the way, um, from your ISP router to your firewall. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get your, your outbound firewall rule, it's saying, hey, what am I allowed in and out? So it, sort of, it starts funneling. You know, through that stuff, going through the VPNs and stuff like that. Your mm-hmm. data is being cycled through there. It's going through proxies, you know. So the proxies are, are filtering out stuff that it doesn't need. It's blocking stuff that's not allowed on that particular network. And then, 
you know, once you start going through there, each individual, you know, leg of that network has its own firewall getting down to where it needs to be. Right. You know, like you have, if you're dealing with an IoT environment, you're going to have your IoT network that comes in your main distribution switch, and then that switch is going to be VLAN'd out. And that, those VLANs are another another security point because you don't know yeah. where it's going to go. And the thing is, is you can have ports turned off, ports turned on. That's your, a different layer of security. Mm-hmm. But then it'd be, okay, cool, I need to send this leg, you know, say VLAN 16, out to my IoT server or my IoT network. I'm going to hit a firewall before I make it to that, that, that network. And then I'm going to break down into individual devices. Okay. And then if I'm coming into the admin network, going to come through there it's going to hit another firewall it's going to break from that firewall down into the you know the, the working areas and stuff mm-hmm. like that and the same thing for dealing with a shop floor because your shop floor you get a little bit more in depth where you start going from your uh, main firewall to a uh, secured shop floor firewall to a um, um, you know a scalant switch you know the PLC at the, at the yeah. PLC zone you know, inside of its zone, so it's protected before it even gets down to the robots. And even those robots have some sort, have a have an encryption protection on board. So there's several, several, you know, half dozen honestly firewalls that you have to get through. Several layers that you're going through to get to, you know, to get that data to, you know, the end goal yeah. of the robot, yeah. right? And it's like if you talk about like on a regular laptop or somebody, or like you know, like the IoT side of the house, you're dealing yeah. with different levels of encryption based on your devices. Yeah. Communication standards are different. See, yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly the point I was going to get to is like so, like these firewalls exist, but also there are credentials that need to be matched based on you know you can use based on um, like Active Active Directory yeah. like Windows shaws uh, and hash yeah, marks and things stuff like, like that. that. So you can even add more layers of security. So so that that's a great way to kind of explain it um, and that idea like. I think what Adam Savage did, what, uh, 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 aluminum foil one time, and yep. he was talking about packing down the layers, and yep. he kept packing it down. It was like, Maybe it was a shiny two, ball. Full, yeah, two full rolls like of like 26 square foot aluminum foil, and he's packing it down, but he learned that because he didn't pack it down as he went, at the end of it, there was a hard outer shell and a, let's say, more arid or aerated like a whole like holy gyroidal looking mm-hmm. uh, infill so for that that i, I kind of take that thing and, and and that is a great analogy for like like security levels yeah. so like we, we start compiling a lot of the things on the firewall is like most likely going to be that outer shell but if you start packing on the inside before you end up putting the fire the fire um firewall uh rules in place you can make it that much more secure, yeah. that much more compact, and and you can you can get that density more. You're dealing uh, with on-device security and stuff like that. Yeah, so that that's a great way to kind of that I can kind of think about it and yeah. visualize what that looks like. If you guys haven't seen that video, it's pretty cool. You should go watch Adam Adam Savage has tested. It's it, he's he's a crazy man, uh, yeah. and, and and he does a lot of cool projects. A lot of messes with a lot of tech, a lot of hands-on tech. So and then watch the video where he sends it to the um uh, the water jet guys. Yeah, and the water jet guys cut it open. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you know, we talk about that infill. You're starting to talk about like on-device security or or like yeah. MDM. You know, if you're mobile device security and stuff like that, if you're dealing with like Intune based software and stuff like that on board, you know, cell phones or whatot. Using and then Microsoft even count packages. for like two-factor authentication right. as well. You know, yeah, like. 
things like that. Um, then you start dealing with like the use of different like CA certs and SSH and SSL certs and stuff like that that you're dealing with. And then you're also dealing with the application itself, you know, password vaults and stuff like that that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, getting through that. Then you start dealing with domain level security, you know, your LDAP servers. Yeah. Um, and also your basic namespace, you know, servers that you'd be dealing with in like your IoT environment, like your MQTT stuff, you're dealing with packet based security. Which your your hash marks have to match for that for that topic. Yeah. The topic has to match inside this application package. No. You know, and then once you start dealing with like what sometimes what I start to deal with is start dealing with the SSOs, single sign your single sign ons yeah. that control your application login for multiple applications inside one SSO. And, you know, so it's like every single different page of that application is tied to that SSO that allows you what you can and cannot do to get into it you know it's it's your basic roles and responsibilities and it's like if you start looking at your different certifications you know like security plus or cissp and stuff like that you start dealing inside those realms yeah you know and and pretty much that realm is you know iam you know identity and access management um okay. and so you start dealing with all your different ssos your different sign-ons and all that other stuff and how you tie those together so like in your sso i would put that I can only get to this website if I have this login. Yeah. So I so so all of these websites redirect back to my login page, back to the SSO login page. Mm-hmm. I would log in and finally let me on. Um, you know, with that, I highly recommend people go deal with Keycloak. Yeah. You know, learn Keycloak. Um, if anything, spin it up in a Docker image. Yeah. Um, and throw it on a Wildfly instance because they have those, and then turn your entire application landscape into into an SSO based you know, role and responsibility area. You know, you could play with the same, th- and you, then with that, you can do local credentials. You don't have to do, you don't have to tie it to an LDAP server, so you don't have to have an LDAP server available. Right. Um, you just have to have that server available, which is which is kind of funny. You know, we start dealing with SSOs and LDAPs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You start dealing with even your smaller things in the world can be SSO. You know, and logic broken, and, and, and you know, logic. Yeah, even down to a, a Raspberry Pi, right? Right, like, exactly. Yeah. It's, if you think about it, um, you know, Mainsail, which is a system that I use uh, for my Clipper-based printers that I have at the house, all of those can be hidden behind a firewall. All of those can be hit. Well, technically, they're hidden behind a firewall, yeah. but because they're VPNed out and they're not allowed out in the open world. So you just add an extra shell, right. like yeah. you can add an extra layer, put it all behind an SSO. <laughs> so that means every single one of your printers is now blocked. So, from the outside world. Yeah. So a lot of what we've, we've been talking about so far is is outlining kind of, you know, what cybersecurity, like, actually is. But we I, I'm hearing a lot of firewall this, you know, credentials that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, it's it sounds very complicated, right? right? It sounds like there's so many things that I'm kind of creating to get this secure. But the end goal isn't to lock you out no it's to lock somebody else out it's to lock someone else out from like what prior prior to cybersecurity being so huge how, how easy was it to get into people's emails i just yeah. needed to know your password right, right. And you know what two-factor authentication uh, and if i before before two-factor if i don't know if i don't know if i know let's say a couple things about you mm-hmm. those are most likely your security questions that was our cybersecurity was yeah hey what was your first pet's name was your third grade teacher's name? Right. All right. What's your mom's maiden name? Now, if I grew up with you, our answers are the same. 
Like, if you're my sibling, our answers are the same. Yeah, so right. I could get your password. Yeah, and that's also before, you know, you had to deal with, you know, ransomware. Yeah. When, you know, if you really wanted to stop the connection for your ransomware, it's answer the phone. You know, because you're dealing with dial-up and AOL or just wait till you run out of minutes. You know, yeah. and guess what? You don't have to worry about that no more. Yeah. Um, it's a very different time now. <laughs> you know, yeah. Your, your game on your PC is Oregon Trail. Yeah. Um, wow. And you, you know. died of dysentery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. You know, never, no one ever made it across. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> um, most of the time it was dysentery yeah. or you got attacked by somebody. Dysentery. That's what You know, it, it just it just really depends on where you're at and usually some little text is on place. Yeah. Um, which reminds me of never going there because I'm not, I don't want to go die of dysentery. Yeah, um, no, I'm not walking that trail. You, you can keep it. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, back, back, back on topic. Well, probably not. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just, we'll I'm just there. using as, as a, as a, like a, as an example to, to kind of, it doesn't have to be as complicated. It is very complicated right. judging from where we've, where we've come from without any mm-hmm. of these like, um, you know, restrictions. It was very easy to, yeah. You know, take your data. I like you're talking about ransomware. Like, what about another one? Man in the middle attacks. Like, yeah. you're literally just putting a listener in the middle of your you sending your data back and forth. So right. like, it's like keyloggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's perfect. If I can log, yeah, that's a great example too. If I could log every keystroke that you make, why can't I know your password? Right. You just typed it for me. <laughs> and it's 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 like you know you start you really dealing with some of those like you know more intricate you know, different types of attacks and stuff like that. And, but the funny thing is, is most of your, most of your easy stuff is just 95% of the fact that somebody hit a button. Yeah. It allows it in. Yeah. That's also, I mean, also social engineering. I mean, that's, that's, you know, your phishing email. You hit that button, you right. let it in. It's like, and the funny part is, I don't know why. And this is what happens when you own a Windows machine, which, God forbid if you do, I'm sorry, because I do. That's we all most do. most people, yeah. And I'd like to get away from it eventually. That's why I use Linux. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why, but Windows Defender Firewall is great um, for what you need. You can open up ports, close yeah. ports, do what you got to do with ports, right? Makes it pretty However, easy. Windows Defender for your security side apps where it scans your laptop is great. It, it It's awesome. However, these new darn laptops are being, are being sold with Norton Antivirus on the damn thing. And as soon as you run, run out of your subscription, it starts spamming you. Yeah. You know, so I have to go in there and delete it. Yeah. You know, uninstall it, remove delete it. Delete the notification. And stuff completely. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you just don't want to deal with them anymore. And yeah. then, you know, like I said, I deal with Linux. So I deal with a lot of Red Hat-based Linux systems. Guess what you can't have on Linux? No one's figured yeah. out how to do viruses yet. No. Some people have. Some people figured out how to crack the code. However, it's also one of the very few systems that I just have to delete one file. And I no longer have access to the Internet. Yeah, Exactly. So yeah, it's pretty, cool, thanks. And it's pretty easy to see that even even in command line interface, you can yeah. you can see all those files and and delete that one that you know lets you connect. Yeah. Right. And so it's you know no one's made a Norton for Linux yet. Yeah. You know, and, and by the way, if you know the story of uh, what is it, McAfee or Norton? Mac- that was absolutely insane. McAfee's absolutely insane, yeah, and I McAfee couldn't guy. stop watching his. His documentary. <laughs> His documentary, and I was like, yeah. this guy's absolutely crazy, but... Which is 95% of the people you see in cybersecurity, they're all worried about somebody trying to follow them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Your entire life is devoted to, like, you know, trying to keep these secrets and things like that. You're never yeah. really going to feel like people are trying to get your secrets. <laughs> like, right, you, you know, it's... You know, everybody everybody put your tinfoil hat on and, you know, let's go for a run. Yeah, I don't know if that was necessarily his problem, but 
I definitely think he needed a, needed a tinfoil. <laughs> yeah, he born a tinfoil hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I digress. But but no, yeah. He, I mean, the, the you're making a good point. Um, because like, first off, I want to do a disclaimer. Don't go online and search free antivirus. Most of those are malware. Because what's yeah. the easiest way to get you? This is what we were talking about: social engineering. Right. So like that was gonna that's bring me to the other part of 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 security because why do i need to hack your computer that sounds hard yeah why don't i hack you as a person right why don't i send you an email fishing. you know yeah fishing and say hey i need i'm a jet nigerian prince i need seven hundred thousand dollars to pay for this and uh for, to pay for my trip to america or whatever yeah. and and i mean that's a absorbing an amount of money but if i said a couple hundred dollars and someone's like oh i can help this guy i'm yeah. sending it to you like i promise if you help me now i'll pay you back tenfold like when, yeah. once i get there and, and mind you if anybody attempts this on us we will melt your hard drive yeah don't do that you know um so you know that's a scam <laughs> yeah that's a scam <laughs> you know, that's illegal in all countries don't around the world that. except for a couple um but you know, it's this, the thing is, is phishing is the, is the 90, 95% way of people getting into your computer. Yeah, if someone mm-hmm. asks you to pay them in gift cards. Don't do it. That's not legit. Yeah, and, and don't <laughs> don't click on the, you know, the, the thing that says you want a prize when, you know, you're looking at the website and it says, like, you know, yahooligans.com. You know, you, you don't know what yahooligans.com is. You know, it doesn't mean Yahoo. Yeah, All right. No. Um yeah, read your URL. No, I'm one of the very few people these days are still using Yahoo email. Yeah, well, you know, I think they changed to Ymail now. I, I, I think I still have an AOL AIMmail too. Oh believe if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I had a Netscape for a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's old. But it's like you know, it, it, it's one of those things of where you know you are the de- are, are the protector of your own data. Yeah. You know, if you want to let somebody in there and do that, you be my guest. And now. And ignorance does not yeah. is not enough. Just not not knowing to not know. Yeah, you know, like for example, it. you know, my dad is my dad. Yeah. However, he sent me an email today. He says I didn't know you spent this much on PayPal. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm cheap. I don't spend that much on PayPal. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what did you do? He goes, well, I clicked on the bot. I clicked on the email and opened the email up. Did you log in? He goes, no. I'm like, good. Would you open it up on? Oh, my phone. Okay, well, you have an you have an Android phone anyways. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just it's one of those things. But it's like just don't click, don't log in, and it won't yeah. steal your shit. Like no, and that's and that's that's a legitimate yeah. concern. And though. I'm I'm going to tell you this, you know, if you are in the tech community, for the love of God, please take care of your parents, your grandparents, your nieces, your nephews, all those people who kind of don't understand this type of stuff. Make them aware of it. Because if you don't do that now, they're going to fall victim to these people that are calling them and asking them if they need tech support. Okay? Mm-hmm. They don't. You know, have them call you if you, they think something's yeah. awry. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen scammers get on people's freaking computers and steal their shit. You know? And right and, in front of them. And right in front of them. And you see, on, you, see it on, you see it online on YouTube all the time. people fighting those people. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to tell you right now, if you are one of those people and you are listening to our podcast, do me a favor, stop. Because yeah, do we don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Um, you know, um, so just we'll leave it at that. However, you know, protect your loved ones. You know, teach them about cybersecurity. Te- teach them of why we do what we do. Yeah. You know, why you protect your certain things. It's very easy to, like, 
you know, when you're connecting to the internet, risk is is always there. Yeah. Just because what's like on the internet and it because like, you know, honestly, there's no filter. You can write like if you can write an HTML, like you pay for a domain. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're putting up there, like as long as as long as nobody is like, I guess, reporting it to certain like you know, overarching commissions or whatever, then you pretty much can put whatever you want yeah, you on got a, You got a loaded email. Yeah, and you if got you... got a loaded, loaded web page. Yeah, if you want to lock it, lock it down to where nobody else can see what it says, but, like, a few people, you, you can probably get by a, a little bit longer underneath, you know, the veil of, of the mass... The mass... Yeah, the secrecy, the massive internet, as it were. There's so many URLs. You, nobody's coming through every single page, Right. They, they go off of what's getting reported. But, like, at the same coin is you need to let people know the risks of connecting to the Internet where you have the, you know, all knowledge at your fingertips, but also so does every other person that wants to take everything you've ever earned. Right. Because they don't want to work for it. This this is, they, they want you work. They want you to work for it so they can take it. Mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, like, y- you just need to make sure that those most susceptible are, are not, you know bringing themselves to ruin financially because you weren't, you know, ready to help them. Like, that's yeah. that's your family. My mom almost paid... She almost paid $12,000 to a government agency that didn't have any... Like, we called them, and they had no record of sending this bill, and it was on official letterhead. It was official, like, account numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I don't, I'm not accusing anybody of, like, I'm not saying it's an inside job, but I'm saying all of this was very official to where it looked like, fuck, oh, excuse me, we owe a lot of money. Yeah. Like, that's that's the first thought. It's like, I, we owe a lot of money. We need to pay this back. Can I call them and I need to set up a payment plan so that I don't, you know, make this, make right. me go financially ruined. Like, so once we called them and they found out that it was a fake, like, they put out a, a public message and said, hey, don't pay this back. Thank you for, thank you for finding that. Like, this is something we need to address and investigate. But your account is good. Yeah. So that that's that's something the due diligence and just taking care of those people like without without those people like a lot of us wouldn't be where we are. Yeah. So why, why don't you help them out? You know the other thing is it's like you know once we get past the doom and gloom, um, you know the yeah. thing is is you know cybersecurity can actually be kind of fun. You know you get to learn new technologies and stuff like that. You know kind of learn you know tradecraft. You know, learn to trade. Yeah. You know, it's it's probably one of the most blue collar things you can do in IT. Well, there's you know, ethical hacking too. Like, right. yeah. again, you're in blue collar because you're actually you're actively doing work. Yeah. You know, you're in you know or network specialist and stuff like that. You know, putting up these networks and stuff like that. Some of them are blue collar guys. Yeah. Some of them, ninety five percent of them, the ones I work with are all white collar guys. Yeah. You know, they 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 get upset when they're under their fingernails. Yeah. So you know, not call anybody out if you're listening. Um, the thing is, is, you know, be one of the ones that like to get your hands dirty. Well, go out the there. shoe fits, I mean. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, be one of those guys who goes out there and put installs the switches, programs the switches. You get your hands dirty on the shop floors, having fun with it. Setting up firewalls and, you know, getting, and getting you know, nitty and gritty with it, you know, and learning it. It's like, you know, so it, it can be fun. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not all, you know, doom and gloom and, you know, tinfoil hats and, you yeah, know, like, the aliens are coming to eat my brain. Um, or you know, somebody magically got probed no. on the outside of freaking Phoenix. They'll be I here. don't know. They'll be here eventually. <laughs> no. You know, we are the reasons why they don't come down here. Okay? 
because they honestly probably listen to this podcast and yeah, we're not yeah, going to like, those people. Um, <laughs> you know, they make no sense to us. I mean, it makes yeah, no sense exactly. to them. Exactly. But, you know, it is what it is, you know. But the other thing is, it's like, be prepared for when you do deploy something, even in your own house, mm-hmm. that you don't act accidentally open yourself up to an oops. Yeah. I think... And that I, goes back to our 3D printers, because... Yeah, exactly. That's one of the easiest things. You're setting it up with a... Like, you have a Raspberry Pi if you're doing a project on, and you open it up to SSH, and someone can get into your your, your network, and, and... Just bounce across your house. Yeah, and if you're setting it default to that SSH, like, they, boom, now they're on that computer. What do you have connected to that? Oh, you have a second one? Boom, now they're on that computer. Oh, they're all tied to... They send you emails? Boom, I'm in your email now. Yeah. Like, th- these are... These are steps that if you aren't covering your tracks, you're just leaving yourself open. Yeah, use VPNs. Um, that's what I do. Um, you know, you can set up your different layers. Like I, I use Ubiquity uh, stuff that you know I absolutely love yeah. it. Um, great firewalls, great VPNs, great APs. Um, you know that type of stuff. But it protects my printers. It protects me. It protects everybody else in my house. You know, but it's also you know, take time to SSO your applications. You know, if you're going to be building your applications because you're going to want to use them later, you know, SSO your applications. It might be a little bit more of an inconvenience for you, but you know what? I think it's it, a, it's, it's it's a security thing, but it's also practice, yeah. and it is teaching you how to set up things like that. Yeah. You know, and that that's the big goal. You know, the big goal in all of this is not to, you know, not do that, but it's to, you know, for practice. Because yeah, if people is if people hack into your network, especially your three D printer for God's sakes, you know, the only what, what what they're trying to steal is your STL files. Yeah. They're trying to steal your G code. Or look for a way into or something. Or look else. for a way into jump into a different jump box. Yeah, to some to something else. You know, and see if they can find out why you're three D printing. Yeah. Why you're doing prototype parts, you know, mm-hmm. at home or at work. Yeah, like God forbid you have it jumps around. You have a, 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 a like a let's say a couple GPUs set up on a, a Bitcoin, you know, mining. I'm not saying yeah. that you're still doing that. If you're still doing that, I, I apologize. You are not making profit. But <laughs> at, at this point, like it, it, if it jumps to that, then it's stealing your Bitcoin that it makes. Yeah, that's it. that's their Bitcoin. And you know, I'll say this. Also, if you're a company and you're running a guest email or guest uh, web service please use a different ISP split those things where they can't where there is no side door you're not on your same router you're on two different routers yeah um, you know completely segregate your network versus somebody else's network and also do me a favor and hide your SSIDs because it, it nothing oh. makes me laugh more than anything in the world when I go stay at a hotel because sometimes for work we travel a lot I'm seeing in a hotel, and it says, oh, cash register. <laughs> oh, here, let me just hack your cash register do real not, quick do not and use. connect to that so I can steal your, you know, steal what you're doing in your cash register. No. Yeah, putting the you name know, do not use is not going to stop anyone. Right, exactly. You know, this That's, is for office. Okay? Dude, turn that off. You know, it, you can still tie either. your computers to your, SSI, your SSID, even though it's not being shared. Yeah, you could still search for that. And, yeah, and it'll It's going to pop up. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You're going to be okay. No. You know, so stop sharing your SSID over the, the interwebs, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in your own business. Because somehow all I got to do is, oh, cool, look, you have, I can, you, I can get access through here. 
I can go I can go on my guest email and I can download my tools so I don't have you know I didn't download all the, everything on my computer mm-hmm. and then I can you know just start hacking into each one of your networks when I'm staying in your hotel mm-hmm. you know and it's not just hotels that's just the, the, that's the, just the, an the, example, the example. You know. doctor's offices are another big one y'all are HIPAA certified that's y'all have worse. y'all have more freaking cybersecurity resources and needs for a HIPAA for hospital doctor's offices everything has to be encrypted yeah. You know, and you're leading yourself open for a target. Don't do that. You know, very bad, 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 bad things happen. You know, um, you know, I, th- I think the funniest thing I've ever seen was a, um, was a government office. Yeah. You know, that had all the different offices had their own network SSID. Mm-hmm. And then you had the guest one next to it. And it's like, okay, cool. But they all were unsecure. <laughs> You know, so, 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 you have, so, so it's like, you know, like, okay, you know, so you go into the, the guest one. It's like, okay, cool. Are you a guest? Yes. Enter. Welcome to the internet. That's not. Well, that didn't help. That's not secure. That's you know? not secure. <laughs> and it, it's like, it says we're collecting your, your IP address. I doubt that. Yeah. You know, but it's like, then you bring up their attention. Hey, guess what? Your network's unsecure. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, you may want to turn that off. Yeah, yeah, you should probably not. You know, and it, 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 you know, it's not federal government; it's municipality government. Um, however, tomato, tomato. Yeah, honestly, if if you leave yourself open that that like blatantly open, you can't be surprised that someone hacked you. Right. Oh, I don't know why my printer keeps sending random things. There's well, people that are hacking just 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 because. Yeah, and. Like, so I have, there's, there's, you know, so back home, um, there's uh, a lot of families that, you know, my family was friends with. We had the Filipino American Club of Fayetteville and we, Mm -hmm. uh, like, a lot of those kids grew up, their first generation here, like their parents were, you know, immigrants and then they grew up here. Um, one of those guys, uh, he's, he's going through college now and he was talking to me about, he's doing cybersecurity and he was mm-hmm. talking to me about just like a, like a home project that he did. He has a honeypot. Collecting people's information. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Pe- do that. People that are, no, no, no. People that are trying to hack in, it's like a, oh. it's a shell. So it's not yeah. an actual machine. People are trying to, uh, uh, they see his vulnerability and they are just, trying to connect to get in da- the data. And then they, once they get in, they realize that it's not they're what trapped. they thought. They're, yeah, so they're done. So he gets 20,000 hits a day. Oh, yeah. Now, he also kind of broadcasted it because he wanted to see who would try to connect and st- who wants to steal his data, right? Yeah. But at the same point, like, you're getting that many, you're getting that many people a day trying to hack into your system because it looks insecure? Mm-hmm. What if it was? What if it was that your your actual network? Yeah. That's 20,000 people with your data. Why do you think you get spam phone calls? Right. Exactly. Why do you think you get spam emails? Right. Yeah, because somewhere along the line, you weren't safe. Like yeah, you something, did something is, is you open, didn't. and you shouldn't be doing or that Someone anymore. sold your information, and if you yep. are just... You know, when you're at, every time you make an order online, what are you putting in? Right. You yourself, you yourself, are giving your information away. Oh yeah. Now it's like you know the thing is it's like you know thinking about you know unsecured networks and stuff like that. Growing up, 
oh, we may have had a few neighbors around us that you kind of wanted to teach a lesson to. Hmm. So, and they were notorious for not disabling their home printer Wi-Fi network. Yeah. There's like four people around me that still have. I think I got a bunch around here too that I can still find. Um, yeah. And it's like, you know, the HP 35X1 or whatever. Or you know, laser jet. Sending you some you know, prints. <laughs> laser jet, you know, jet 4.1 or something like that. So the only thing you do is connect to it and hit a couple print pages that says, please secure me, please secure me, please secure me. Hello. You yeah. know, and then you log off. Yeah. You know, and they start freaking out because they think their printer's freaking possessed by the freaking <laughs> alien life form that lives down the street. You know, little do they know that, you know, I can hit the, pr- I, I, you know, you can start messing with it and, you know. That's very evil, but that's hilarious to me. It's just. That, but no, that's a good example, too, of how, how easy it is if, if you do not prepare yourself. Like, let's let's take in a different example. Mind you, I have done it for a, for a, a Halloween prank before. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way of, like, I see you. That's and creepy. And you're, you're, you're printing that off, or, hello, and you have it going over, like, 18 pages. Yeah, you should check the back door, right? <laughs> like, did you lock the doors today? Like, that and would scare me. And it's just that type of stuff that you would do to somebody, and then at the end of it, you go, you left your printer unlocked. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> but, like, but, but, but we could even take it to a different, a different level. Like, so... Like leaving a network unlocked for, oh, yeah. for everyone to get in. That's like just leaving your door open of your front house. Yeah, just come on in. Yeah, 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 and and then saying like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to work for about eight hours. You go ahead, guys, have fun in there. Yeah. There's nothing blocking them anymore. Of like, and you're showing them the way in. Right, and it's like if you think about it, these unsecured Wi-Fi networks inside people's houses. Yes. You know, you can you connect to that, then you go, hey, let me do a, a port scan. And just scan what's inside this house and what's available. Yeah, I, I'm just telling you, if you have an Eero, like it's just that's just a brand of router. Like, yeah. Like if you have an Eero, I can download the Eero app. If you give, if I figure out what your password is, I can log in to your account. I can see your MAC addresses, your uh, IP addresses. Yeah. I could probably even get down to what your what what data you're pulling into it. Yeah. Like it gets to that point, or I could just be you know mean and make uh, some restrictions on all your ports and block everything except for you know communication to me until you pay me. Yeah. <laughs> so, or I just set your password for something you don't know, and then you know. Yeah. Or you just have to waste buy your time. Yeah. Or just waste your time so much so that you can't factory reset this, or or yeah, you got to start over. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's. These are not, they're not difficult things to do. Right. But. It's a common sense. Do you have thing. health insurance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you should have some security. Okay, so you have health insurance. Do you go to the doctor every day? Nope. No. But you have health insurance so that when you do go to the doctor. You're covered. You're covered and, and you're protected. Right, exactly. You, you should have layers of security so that when someone does try to get into your account or your network or get your data, it's there. Not because everybody's trying every day. There, there's not 20,000 people trying to get to you know my data every day. Yeah. I don't have a machine set up vulnerable that's like broadcasting, hey, I'm vulnerable, right? Yeah. That So that's, that's why he's getting that many. But it's when you do that, like what you're saying you put unsecure networks up you're broadcasting my unsecureness mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna get some people that are like why not why, why yeah. don't i hack this guy you know why don't i mess with him yeah, why don't i teach him a lesson by the way that yeah. he's probably not gonna even like think about and this is the inception of ransomware 
Right. He's got money. He'll pay me to get his stuff back then. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, if you know people that have their networks that are unsecure like that, please tell them. Yeah. It... You know, don't just, you know, mess with them like I did. But the thing is, is you know, eventually I would tell them, hey, guess what? Your network's unsecure. That well, was me. It's a lesson. You know, just to, me just to mess with them, you know. But the thing is, it's like with that, it was, hey, you know, secure this or turn this off. If you don't know how to do it, here, let me tell you. It's like there's been times of where, <clears throat> you know, I know... You know, friends who left their printers unlocked started the hundred percent easiest thing to get a hold of. Yeah. And so instead of being evil, I printed out the manual how to turn the Wi-Fi SSD off. You know, and <laughs> they'll get the point. They'll get the point. <laughs> you know, and especially when you look at the the, the paper level and you realize, cool, I got a hundred G's to go. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> print it a hundred times. You know, I'm gonna, I'm going to print it twenty times and make sure you get the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, and every single time I'm going to zoom further into that little how to turn the darn thing off article. Yeah, yeah until you figure it out. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's just how it goes, you know. But, you know, be nice to the ones around you. You know, help them out. Help them secure their stuff. You know, there should not be networks out there that are unsecure. I understand if you're dealing with elderly people that may not always remember their passwords. And don't write it down. Rather be one. You know, write it down for them. I would say don't write it down. Put it in some type of application. Right, exactly. Don't I, don't put it openly on your phone. Yeah. I cannot... Oh, my God. This is a pet peeve. I cannot count how many times that I see on a Post-it note or your iPhone's notepad all of your passwords. Yeah. That is like not having a password in the first place. Yeah, you can get password vaults for iPhone. You can also get password vaults for a lot of things. Yeah. You can also get password vaults for your for your computers. And, you know, it's like... And actually, iPhone has a password instead, vault built in. Instead of remembering 30, 40 passwords, you remember one very hard password, yeah. and it'll get all your passwords. Just, it's better for everyone. And the thing is, is, you know, even if you're going to leave computers on the other side of that firewall, unsecure, like not be able to... Not with a login or whatever, like an auto-login password... You know, protect the way in. So, you know, your loved ones are protected. Yeah. We, we don't have somebody trying to steal somebody's social security or their, or their life savings and stuff like that. We don't want that. Um, you know, protect them. You know, protect them at all costs. Um, you know, the, the greatest generation needs our help now. Yeah, that's the most infuriating thing if I was, uh, you know, if I was... So, I, I was barely barely around i was like very young when when you know before computers and like the early stages of those things but like it's it, it would be very frustrating for me to work my entire life only for it to be snatched out underneath me because i didn't understand technology and and a lot of people you know of my age grew up in it so it was part of our life and if you if i knew that it was part of your life and you did not help me in that case yep that's that's kind of one of the worst things. Like, yeah, I'll physically haunt you. It, it's, it's um, yeah. No, listen. I will be. I will become a ghost, and I will come back and try to give everybody your passwords. <laughs> like, we're gonna do that. Either that, or I will sign you up for every single spam inbox I can find. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go to the flea market whenever we have, whenever they have some type of show, and you're getting so many sweepstakes signed up for. They're gonna call you yep. about all the timeshares, all the all the jet skis, <laughs> everything. Yeah, your email will be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that that's just, you know, one of those things, you know. But it's just, you know, protect the other, protect the loved ones, you know. Yeah. Or if, you know, if you don't protect them and karma comes and happens to find you the hard way, then you earned it. 
Yeah, I hate to be on the receiving end, to be honest. That's This is why we kind of talk about it, like, here. Right. I, I, I hate to be, like, we hear about it, like, um, there's a famous quote from The Office. Identity theft's not a joke. Of course it's not a joke. But yeah. if you leave yourself open, identity theft's not not a joke. It's real, yep. and you're losing all your money. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and I've, I've had, how, how many... I've had to uh, apply for fraud a few times where I did that once where, because my car got stolen at the gas station. Yeah, exactly. My my PayPal, my PayPal. I got a six hundred dollar charge, two hundred something, three times hit all at once, and they're like, "Hey, did you make this purchase?" No, I don't. I don't know what this is. I haven't made a purchase this size. Period. Like, yeah. I need that back. That's my money for my rent. Right. Like. Yeah. Boom. That has happened to me specifically. So you, you probably know a few people that have been hit with identity. I've uh, been hit with uh, myself. Said. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I mean, everybody listening also probably knows at least one or two people, like, can immediately offhand that, that have been hit like yeah. that. And, and it's, it's, partially, it's partially an insecure network, and the other half, uh, not secure security, like, proceed, like passwords or, or let's say... Uh, they didn't have the the, the two factor authentication because I think I remember back at that time, this was right around when two factors started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's pretty much standard across the board. Yeah, now it's required by yeah. people. Yeah. So, but before it, I, it never had the like it sent a, um, it sent a, a, a email to you that said, "Hey, you logged in. That's it." Yeah. And if you didn't, it's like, oh, if you didn't log in, change your password. That's that is all you could do. Right. But there's many more tools that you can use nowadays. Like Exactly. So so make sure you take advantage of those things and, and make sure you teach people about it when you can because cybersecurity, it, at this point, just like, you know, your personal security of your family and loved ones, yep. it's, it's, it's not, yeah, it, it, it's not a option anymore. Yep. Like, y- you need, you need to know this. You know, you it's like one of the things we, we like to say, you know, like we say at work or that to post it all around at work. You know, we, we can't have security without you. Um, it's true. And, you know, it's like you're the one who, you know, makes this happen. You're the ones who, you know, kind of go through that process. You know, and the thing is, is it's one thing I can't stand. I know we're going over time a little bit. Is when people says, well, I don't need to care about cybersecurity. It's not my job field. No, it isn't your job field. You just don't know it yet. You yeah, know, do you then, like using that computer? And, then, and if you're <laughs> caught freaking violating those terms and conditions... Guess what? Your job will no longer be your job, and you'll be happily looking for something else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's one of those things. If you're an automation engineer, or if you're a regular engineer, or if you're, you know, um, working out in like oil fields or something like that, your security matters. Yes. You know, um, you know, it's especially if you're dealing with bigger technology. So you know, protect that, protect what you're doing, protect yourself, and protect your company. But you know, in theory, really, you know, to protect your own, you know, primary reason. Yeah, you don't, you don't leave your life savings out on the front step, right? Yeah. You, so, like, why would you leave the keys to it out in the open? Exactly. And, you know, I, th- I think that, you know, as we as we look forward, you know, we can see some, some other stuff that, you know, we'll have to get into eventually. You know, and it's just, you know, always secure your stuff. You know, secure your network, yeah. secure your computers, um, your cell phones, stuff like that. You know, if you can go to facial recognition or thumbprints or, or something like that, go that route. You know, yeah. or if you really want to get really high tech, you go back down to a flip phone. Yeah, I, you know? I, some people are scared about biometrics and that, and I and I understand because like you're like I don't want people to have that. That is a double edged sword. Yeah, 
Cause that yeah, people won't have it, but also, you're more you are more susceptible. You have less security. Well, the thing is, I'll say this: you don't want people have your biometrics. I'm going to tell you right now: there's more people that have your biometrics than you know what you have. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? I every time you apply for a uh, passport, I got your fingerprints. I have your picture. I can now map your your picture to your fingerprints. Yep. And an old database is still run on the back of a freaking um um uh, old um um uh mainframe yeah you know doing his job you know i have all the pictures that people have ever taken inside airports you're on camera 95 percent of the time you're being recognized 95 percent of the time being you know tracked against the database street street light street cameras like that are that you know what i'm saying like anytime you've ever been involved with law enforcement yeah they have your data yeah you know it's it's the you know ncis it's it's in the, the the national criminal the national criminal justice information system yeah you know it's there yeah, and they need to be more secure than anything we've ever had, too. Right, So exactly. they do that security for, for us as well. Like, Right. They protect us, we protect them, we protect ourselves. Yes. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, we got to remember that. You know, security can't start without you. And, you know, we really will, you know, need to get into that, get people behind that, get people interested in it. You know, protect your stuff. If you have any different ways that you like to protect your gear, let us know. We think it's kind of interesting. We want to, yeah. um, you know, don't tell us specifics. But, you know, let us know, like, hey, I use, you know, different different type of, you know, uh, shaws hey, I, and stuff like, like that. Or, no. <laughs> or stuff like that, yeah, you know. Seriously. If you have any, you know, funny stories, freaking let us know. You know, we're yeah. more than welcome to hear them. Yeah. And, you know, we hope to, if you have any questions, mm-hmm. let us know. Maybe we can jump in there and give you a hand. Yeah. You know, just kind of give you some ideas. But, you know, that's enough of my rambling. So, you know, I'm going to turn over to John for, you know, our parting thought. And, and uh, you know, we'll see you all later. Hope you all have a good one. Uh, thank you again for listening. I can't thank you all enough. I, I, I see it every time I look at the statistics, and I, I kind of brag about it all the time. Mm-hmm. We never thought we'd be where we're at. You know, I thank you all. Hopefully, we can meet some of you all in person one of these days. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll turn it over to John. You all have yeah. a good one. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Echo and, Echo and Nick, I, I, I appreciate uh, everyone listening. Like, it, the, this is information that, you know, everyone needs, it's, it's not every day that you have someone that's trying to better you and, and also doing it without, you know, expecting a payment back, right? You should just, you, you should take the knowledge, you know, do with it what you will. But at the end of the day, we want to promote well-being and we want you to protect yourself and others. Um, so, uh, one, one of my things are like a final thought, as Nick was saying, is like, you know, that we're, we're getting ever more connected to the digital world, right? Like metaverse oh might be falling a bit flat on its face right now, but yeah. like you think about a lot of other things that fell flat on their face when they first came out. Like people laughed at Apple when they were trying to get their iPhone out, yep. right? Now I bet you most of y'all have an iPhone, right? So like these are things that may sound outlandish and probably don't do well in the beginning, but... I'm not trying to be the guy that got his identity stolen on the metaverse. Right. <laughs> so, right? That's that's one of the biggest things. If you get your real ID stolen in the fake universe, <laughs> y'all did something special with that. That is just something that would be so ironic yeah. that it, it would be a funny story. But I'm not saying that that's happened to me or anybody that I know. But, like, don't be that guy. If it does, we'll tell you. Yeah, I would tell you, to be honest, because that's hilarious. But, but just as we're getting ever more connected to, you know each other and people across the globe 
like do yourself a favor protect yourself so you don't have long-term repercussions from you know someone taking your money like you worked hard for your money you worked hard for your information is important to you this is why it's called personally identifiable information and it needs to be kept secret because anybody can act as you so you work hard to you know create your um your let's say digital footprint protect it yep please protect it um yeah and again guys i can't thank you enough thank you for listening we'll see you next week thank you for listening to the tech at lunch podcast where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunch time if you did please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes if you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about please send us a show idea to podcast at volcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.